Welcome to Solve This Murder. I am your detective, Danny. And I'm your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Bill. It's 2024. It's a new season. It's a new mystery. And it has a name. And it has a name. Welcome to part one of the actor's assassination. You now know as much as I do. You now know as much as Danny does about everything in life. Oh, well, I wouldn't go that far. Um, You see, Detective Danny has been taking some community college classes online. Just a couple of first-year things. So um, she now is an expert in many subjects. This is the energy you're bringing to this murder mystery? It's been a summer break. I just thought I'd catch you up on what she's been doing. All right. Wonderful. Mm. A completely Holmesian level of knowledge of all things. (laughs) That is what will be brought to this mystery, I'm sure. For people who are new, welcome. This is a show in which one of us creates a murder mystery and the other one tries to take on the role of detective and solve it. In this case, as you heard from the intro, I am the crime scene and the criminal and the witnesses and the weather. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's no real weather in this one. No, 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 this is perfect. One of the classes was climatology. I think this bodes well. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, And uh, we're going to get started with a mystery. I don't know how long this one's going to be. We're recording the start of it now. This might be a two-parter. It might be a ten-parter. Two-parter. There's no way of knowing. Every time you write one of these, you, you always worry it's oh, a two-parter. It, yes, pretty much. You, you always worry. worry it's... First part, dead body appears. Dead body appears. Second part. part. It was that guy. <laughs> John did it. Hey, everyone, arrest John. It's hopefully going to take a little bit longer than that. Danny, mm-hmm. it's been a while since we've done one of these. Yes, I'm But again, rusty. I know I say it every time. We're going to be more consistent this year. We're going to be more on the ball. There's going to be another mystery Why make promises that I can't keep? I'm making promises that I can keep. So I'm excited. We all know this is on me. I think. Do we have more preamble before we get going? We don't usually preamble that much. I will say for people uh, who are here on Solve This Murder, if you haven't checked out Escape This Podcast, uh, which is our audio escape room show, that is starting next week. Uh, Episode is coming out on the 31st slash the 30th, I think. 30th, 31st, depending on where you are in the world. And another fun project that we haven't announced on this feed, in case uh, you uh, listen to Solve This Murder and and none of our other things, we're also working on a game right now. Uh, We're part of the writing team for the, if anyone ever played uh, Case of the Golden Idol, which is a fantastic murder mystery mystery puzzle game. We played it. We loved it. uh, We loved it so much that we said, hey, let us write for the second one. So we're part of the writing team. Somehow that works. Somehow it works. So we're part of the writing team for Rise of the Golden Idol, which is coming out like this year, which is wild to me. That's quick. Um, But yeah, if you're interested in something like that, play Case of the Golden Idol. And if you like it, go to Steam and wishlist the sequel. Just put it, hit the wishlist button. Uh, It helps you get notified when it comes out and it helps the publisher know like a lot of people want this game. Isn't that cool? So go and do that. It's a lovely thing to do. If you'd like to see a game full of weird murder mysteries and puzzles and stories, uh, some of which will be written by us. That being said, I think we're ready to get into it. Okay. This does not start with a... There's no bring, bring. Oh, go- okay. That's In- fine. Instead, you hear... Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. I hate this new alarm. Ding, ding, ding. As you are being called in for the start of Act One. Less obnoxious than the one at the Opera House. <laughs> What's the one at the Opera House? Ding, 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 oh, ding, ding. Oh, it is like ding. that, isn't it? Yeah, God. You have arrived uh, a few minutes ago. You've gotten your tickets. A few minutes ago and I'm already being dinged? You Why are. was I so late? 30 minutes ago. Okay. You've had a drink in that's, the in the reception. That's okay. I'm comfortable what's with the, that. What's the word for the area? The foyer. The foyer. You've had a drink in the foyer. At the Anagnorisis Theatre. Ooh. A, uh, a theatre. It's an independently owned theatre in the city that you live in. Excellent. This is an opening night production of a new play, or at least a play new to you at the very least, uh, called Turncoat. 
No, it is 100% brand new. I'm You would know it aware. if it wasn't, sure. Yes. One of your community theatre classes was in dramatics. What, did you say one of my community theatre classes? Wait a because, minute. Because, yes. This is the production of the show Turncoat. You know a little bit about the show coming in. It's a, It's one of those plays that is pretty much set in one location in the kitchen of an American household in the late 60s where one of the couple is a spy for the USSR <laughs> and the other one is a mafia hitman and neither one knows about it and also they're both dealing with the tragic death of their son at sea. You know, classic sure. theatre. Yeah, that sounds about right. You're what- it's listed as a comedy and it's, it's all about the absurdity of death. <laughs> exactly. But you're enjoying the show. You're sitting in the theatre. It's a relatively small theatre, but it does have two tiers. There's the seats down the bottom and there's the dress circle above. Is it Um, full? Is it a packed opening night? It's fairly packed, yes. Good for them. It's packed. Maybe there's a couple seats empty. You don't know. You didn't do a count as you came in because you're a bad detective. (laughs) (laughs) And you're enjoying a relaxing night out of the theatre. You're tired of all these murders and all this drama and you just want a nice night out where nothing bad will happen. If I... I'm sick of the drama, to the theatre it is. Yeah, because it's a comedy. You're watching, it's, it's an engaging show, the, the acting is quite good and the set looks very lovely, you're enjoying the show. And finally it comes up close to the end of Act One uh, where there's a pivotal confrontation scene. The wife slash mafia hitman has levelled a gun pointing straight at the husband slash Cold War spy. Sure. And she's yelling and he's yelling. And they're getting into a fever pit. They, 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 they're getting into it. Fantastic acting. It's, they're, they're crying and, and screaming. And she fires the gun right at him. And the gunshot rings out over the crowd. Louder than you would have expected from a stage gunshot. It kind of reverberates all around the theatre. And the husband slash spy lies still on the stage. And the actress pauses for a moment. She doesn't move. And then suddenly she screams. Oh, and drops the gun. And there's a moment of confusion. The audience doesn't know, is this part of the show? Is it? Is it not? We can probably tell, it's probably like, you know, a stage scream. Ideally, if you're good at it, it doesn't sound like an, pers- it doesn't sound 100% like a person scream, right? True. It's also helped when a man with gray hair runs on stage and says, oh my God, he's dead. <laughs> and at that point, the audience starts to panic. Security comes in, the doors are opened and people start to leave the theatre, scared, confused. Some stills going, that's part of the show, isn't it? That's part of it. Wait, that's part of it. Did he? Wait, wait, what, what? Wait, really? What? As the crowd starts to leave, are you just going to leave the theatre? Or does your detective instinct kick in? And do you want to start to investigate? I uh, locate head usher. You locate the head usher. You see a man in his early 40s. He's bald and has a big moustache, and he's ushering people out of the theatre. Excuse me, I can't help but feel like you might be able to uh, use me right about now. I know you're trying to get professionals on the scene kind of quickly, and I don't think you're going to get much faster than me, who is already here. I don't have my badge or anything, because it's a night off, but I promise I'm relevant. I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. Um, What are you talking about? Please, the man has been shot. We need to get everybody out of yes, the theater. Yes, that is what I am good at. Figuring out and solving and dealing with, not the doing. I'm so sorry. Let's start from square one. Who are you? Detective person. A detective? Yes. Uh, Obviously. Of course, I should have recognized you. You solved a crime. Other cases. Of course, of course. Well, uh, look, 
Look, I'm trying to get everybody out of the theatre, but, um... Yeah, where should I go? Why don't you, um, head backstage, I guess? Oof, okay. All right, uh, I will try to uh, find the backstage. That is not a place that I, as a infrequent audience member, I don't know where to find the proper backstage entrance, so I'm sort of going to awkwardly go back into the theatre and just try to walk on the stage, but not the important part of the stage. I won't go behind the curtain. I'll do that sort of shove off into the wing where I don't actually go behind the curtain. As you head behind the wing, kind of getting in, you, you overhear something. You see that there's a person on the phone just phone in this sort of uh, kind of hallway green room area. Yeah. And you see there's a man uh, on the phone. I assume somewhere on a props table back here was probably a badge of some sort. I don't care how fake it looks. I'm going to need it just to do a quick authority flash. So I'm going to nab that. Well, you see, there's a, there's a man in his late 60s, gray hair, uh, sort of slightly, like a thick head of gray hair, slightly, slightly uh, long, like a, one of those kind of li- lion's mane sure. sort of haircuts. Is this the one on the phone? He's on the phone. Mm. Uh, he's a short man. He's, you know five four or something like that and he's talking and, and he's clearly uh you can hear almost on the other side uh the the voice of detective simba hmm. uh, as he's saying i don't know what happened he's it looks like he's dead we'll need somebody here and he looks at you and i start uh juggling the badge it's only one so it's not impressive juggling but you, it's juggling sorry did you send a police juggle it already what's happened and detective simba, simba will know who that realizing is. what you do says um, oh, uh, could you describe this juggler to me? And after a brief description says, yeah. Yes, that's Detective Danny. We work with her sometimes. Please, uh, speak with her. She'll get the, everything in order. Do what she says and uh, we'll have some other uniformed officers over quickly. Could you pass the phone over to her quickly? Ooh. He looks very confused. He passes the phone to you. A ring ring. Well, obviously you know what happened. Um. I suppose, could you please investigate for us? We have a lot on our plate right now. There have been 10,000 murders today. This is 10,001, and that's our cap. That's fair enough. You know that one is my cap for a day, so I don't know what you plan on doing with the others. Yes, of course, of course. All right, well, I'll leave it up to you. Uh, I can send some officers over to keep the scene secure, but let me know if you have anything you need during your investigation. Sweet. All right. Resources. Bye. And he hangs up. Perfect. Let me guess. I look at the man. Hmm. Producer? Oh, you're asking who I am. Oh, sorry. Um, my name is, uh, is Matthias. Matthias Schnack-Krog. I'm the owner of the theatre. Owner. Same thing. I'm so sorry. I don't even know where to start with all this. Do you, do you, do you need to look at, this is also sudden. Please look. I, I, I need to talk to, to, to Betsy. I, I'm sure this whole thing is weighing on her very heavily. Please, uh, I don't know what to do. First thing feels like most important thing. uh, This stage gun that just happened, where where did that end up? Is that still out there? Oh, I don't don't think anyone's collected. Yes, I think it might still be on the stage. Great. In that case, yep, head on, scurry along. I'll be out here. Uh, All all right, all right. Um, Yes, let, let me know if you need anything. Touch nothing. I'll... Touch and nobody. Nothing. He drops the phone, which he's been holding this whole time for some reason, even though Simba clearly hung up. And, and he walks uh, over to... Hands on your head the whole time. It's the only way to be safe. Okay. 
He puts his hands on his head Trust and he me. walks over to a, a woman uh, who you just saw on stage pass recently. On, pass on the note as well. Uh, and she was, she's crying in the corner. Still in costume? Still in costume. Yeah, Been scant seconds. Minutes. Oh. Well, maybe minutes. Did you want to check out the stage? Yeah, it seems like a fair idea. I'm less interested in the staging than the gunning, but yeah. Fair enough. You arrive on the stage. The scene is set up to look like a 1960s kitchen. Yep. The main actor, who you know from your program, was named Chris Reffitt, is lying on his back by the fridge, which is on stage right. Wait, stage right? Stage Actors left. right. Stage right. So if I'm looking at the audience, my left is stage left? Yes. Stage left. Oh, Okay. Oh, hold on. I've got to change my entire vision of this. I very much in thought it was stage right. right. I'm coming in stage right. Oh, yeah. weird. Okay, sorry. Oh, this completely messed me up. The body's lying by the fridge. The you see... The way of this stage is all wrong. No wonder this happened. You see that there's blood that is sort of splattered onto the fridge, Yikes. as well as the counter, which is upstage of uh, where he fell as he died. You see the gun is sitting on the floor in the centre of the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is where Betsy was standing when she fired it. You can have a look at the body. You can have a look at the gun. You were interested in looking at the gun, right? Yes, absolutely. I've got a pencil in my pocket, right? You have a pencil in your pocket. You can put it through the yep. trigger guard and lift it exactly. up and look at it. Yeah, I know how detectives look at guns. You have a look at the gun. Uh, presumably, guns like these on stage would have blanks in them. I mean, if that, depending on the value of the stage show, I would expect absolutely nothing and just a sound effect. That's also very fair. You have a look at the gun and you see it, it's, it's a 1960s sort of revolvery sort of gun. There's a few bullets sitting in the chambers. But you've seen bullets and you've seen stage blanks. And looking at the ones that are currently in this gun, they're clearly stage blanks. The sort of ones that ah. are not even... They'll, when you fire them, they'll be quieter than a starting pistol. They'll Goodness. create a bit of a bang, a little bit of smoke out of the front of the gun. Uh did you, uh, have you looked at uh, blanks? No. Like pictures of blanks and things? I looked up some pictures and gun people were saying, look how obvious it is. And I looked at them and went, I have no idea what the difference is. Fair. But in this universe, you are, you are gun people of course. being a detective. And you can see these are definitely blanks. Not only that, but yeah, I uh, did take a course in um, athletics, being the starter pistol person. Of course, of course. Took a I course in everything. everything. You look as well and you see that there's a cartridge left in the one of the chambers. And looking at that, it also appears to have been a blank. The one that has been fired already. Hmm. That's curious. But it definitely looks like a recent fire. It looks like the recent bullet that has been fired. It's... Okay. That's cool. That's cool. I was sort of thinking, one, there was a real gun. But then you mentioned it. You started talking about the chamber and saying that there were blanks. And I went, oh, man, someone did a quick swap. But now, if it doesn't look like a quick swap happened because this one was actually fired, there was a potential uh, a second shooter. There is a grassy knoll in this theater. Well, That's exciting. Okay. Anything else I should take a look at here? I don't want to jostle a victim too much, but... I mean, he only got shot once as far as we know. How dead can he possibly be? I should probably check that out. <laughs> you head over to the body. No, you're calling it a body. It's not a good sign. 
It is first first check, mm-hmm. as you always do. He's definitely dead. Okay, no. First check is danger. First check is danger. You're right. I check the, for more shooters. You you look around. You do not see any current dangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you go to check his uh, response. He's dead. Okay. The, the body is dead. It is lying in a pool of its own blood. Uh, the body is in costume. Well, I can call it Chris Reffitt. Chris Reffitt's body is in costume. <laughs> Wearing a button-up white shirt and high-waisted pants. And the bullet has entered the body through the upper left torso. Makes sense. You don't see an exit wound Oof. on the body, but okay. from a quick glance at the way it's the, the trajectory of it and 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 some where blood is pooling and things like that, you it looks like maybe the bullet might be lodged somewhere, lodged in his right hip, perhaps. In his right hip. Oh, no, it's a sniper situation. That's unfortunate. All right, so let me get a visual on this so I can picture it. He is stage left. He is arguing with stage wife, who is stage middle. Yep. Left chest to right hip. Oh, man. I was sitting down the bottom, wasn't I? You were sitting down the bottom. It's a second tier murder. All right. Well, this is good to know, but there's not much I can do about it. That stupid usher probably just let them all go. They could be halfway out of the city by now already. I took a while to do this examination. (laughs) All right. Well, this could be a problem. All right. Anything else that I don't recognize from having been on stage when the curtain was still up? Uh, No. Being on stage, you don't see anything additional on stage that you didn't notice from the audience. That's fair. Okay. Well, from now, I feel like the best thing to do would be to go and find this Betsy. That was her name, right? Yes. Of course it was. And it feels like I've got some good news for her. (laughs) It does. In a way. (laughs) So I'd like to walk back off stage and wherever Matthias looked like he was going, I I could see her, so it can't be that far. I would love to find them again. Go into a private space. There's sort of an open space, sort of stage right, uh, where there's prop tables and and flies and all these various other fun theatery things. I know. I already popped a badge off one of them. I'm exactly. very familiar. And there is a bench there where people could sit just ready to get onto stage. Or if you're a stagehand, you could sit for a moment if you don't need to them. do anything. Yeah, a good theatre. It's a great theatre. And you see... Next to the door that leads into where the green room uh, is and the dressing rooms and all that sort of stuff, uh, you see sitting on that bench is Betsy. Betsy Lamborn is her name. She's a younger, up-and-coming actress. You, you were quite enjoying her performance uh, up until the moment that a man got shot on stage. <laughs> and she's sitting there. Matthias doesn't seem to be sitting with her at this oh, great. moment. Good, I do uh, not trust that guy. But she does have a warm cup of hot chocolate in her hands that she's <laughs> holding and, and shaking. Oh, man, she is... That she, she's sure that she's not going back on that stage for the rest of the night. <laughs> Hopefully not. The show must go on. She doesn't notice as you approach her. She's just got it looking down into the swirling milk and chocolate of her drink, going. Okay, so hey. Oh, I uh, he- hello. I hear your name's Betsy. Yes. Would you like the good news or the bad news? Oh, oh, um, could you just not give me any bad news? Just the 
Good news. Honestly, that was kind of where I was headed. Uh, it was only going to be one piece of news, and it's just uh, how your head chose to interpret it. So uh, let's see how this goes. Um, I don't think you did it. As I literally do not think that the shooting of a gun in your hand was the thing that did this. What do you mean? I pointed a gun at the man and I shot him. Please, let's just, you, you let this simmer through your head and see why this is both good news and bad news. So you're saying I didn't shoot him, but, but, he, but he, was, he was shot. He was right in front of me when he got shot. Somebody else shot him? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? What do you mean somebody? I was the only person on the stage. Interesting. What do you... So, yeah, what do you reckon? Good news or bad news? It's a bit of a stumper. You're right. It's never... It can't be good news. A man is dead. Chris is dead. But... How long have you been I, working together? I mean, this... This this is the first show that we've done together, but it's been a long rehearsal period. Mm. You know, he's a phenomenal act. He was a phenomenal actor, and... This is Always good this news is when someone's dead and the first thing someone says is they were good at their job. <laughs> <laughs> How old did I say she is? You described her as young. Yeah, what? it's one of those plays written in the 60s. So Chris Reffitt is an established actor. He was probably in his mid to late 40s. Betsy looks like she's in her <laughs> early 20s. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's, it's a play. People are not good at this sort of stuff. And the person in, in... who played Chris's mother was 32. Exactly. It's that sort of, it's that sort of a production. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, B- Betsy looks like she's in her mm. early 20s. All right. All right. Cool. This is uh, quite something. Now, look, this probably is, I don't know if you're the person I should be asking this, but uh, it couldn't hurt. Is there a sign-in sheet or something for everyone who's been backstage? Uh. I, yes. I, yeah, the, the, look, trust me. I know oh I've God. got experience in these sorts of things. I know nobody signs into them no, every no, night. No, no, no. We all but... we all sign them. We, it's very clear. If we don't sign in and out, the fire code stuff, it, 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 the insurance issues. I, 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 everyone's been quite diligent. Um, yeah, there should be one by the by the stage door. Great. I'll look into that shortly, because I want to look uh, for that Matthias fellow again. I'm mm. done with you. Oh. Okay. Um, Enjoy. Keep drinking. Sure. Uh, As you turn to leave, she reaches out Mm -hmm. and puts a hand on your arm. You're you're sure I didn't do it? Well, I wouldn't go that far. You could have had everything to do with it. But. Oh. Oh. Like, come on, I'm not going to be irresponsible here. Okay. She goes back to her drink. Oh, man. (laughs) You've left her. For a moment, there was a gentle lift. You've left her just as you found her. I mean, there's there's levels of murderer. When you've been in the business as long as I have, you've got the murderers, you've got the people who look like murderers, and then you've got the people who look like murderers so that you stop thinking they're murderers. It's many layers. Okay. I... Oh, I'm not right. telling that to her. Okay, I'm good. just giving this as a general life lesson. To, to the audience? Yep. Okay, good. You leave Betsy. To be honest, they're my favorite kind. You leave Betsy to her hot drink and you head out through the door into the backstage area. Great. Uh, Who or what's hanging back here? Well, you see uh, off to your right is stage door. It leads outside of the theater around the back. uh, 
and there is nearby a sign-up sheet Great. hanging by the door. Swiping that immediately. You swipe it. Don't mm. even read it. No. Oh, you not. crumpled it in your pocket. Oh, no, it's been destroyed that bad? forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what crumpling does. If you crumple something, it can't be read. Uh, you take the sign-up sheet. put it in the pocket that's also got hot chocolate You put it in the jelly in it. pocket. <laughs> you take the sign-up sheet. Uh, you'll see that you can head upstairs to where the dressing rooms are, or just off to your left is the green room where people can sit and have a hot drink and relax. If I uh, see, if I poke my head in, do I see Matthias anywhere? You do. You poke your head into the green room. You see uh, in there is Matthias. Cool. I just uh, make eye contact with him. I do a little bit of a finger curl come here. You finger curl come here. Matthias uh, is talking to another woman. That's all he does, apparently, who is also looking a little bit distraught. You don't recognize her. You haven't seen her on stage or anything. It's been Not a two-person production. She doesn't appear to be in costume. Mm. She just seems like she's wearing nice clothes for a night out at the theater. Okay. Um, and she looks, again, maybe in her early 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, he says some quiet words at her that you don't quite catch, and he comes over to you. I uh, point at that person, and I say astutely, props manager. Oh, um, n- no. No, no, sorry, no, 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 that's, um, that's Eliska, the, this is Chris's wife. People don't tell you this. This is the best way to acquire information from people is to get things wrong. Oh, so I think there's a, <laughs> this is the Reddit I think there's principle? An in, you, yeah, an internet, internet rule principle, about this. You don't ask questions, you just post the wrong thing and get corrected. You've decided to run your investigation based on the rules of posting on the internet. Hmm. <laughs> We'll worry about that. Sad condolences. You can deal with that. Uh, I just wanted to know, you must have some sort of staffing information here, correct? Uh, I need to know this for um, uh, fire codes and insurance, and we've all been very diligent. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Do you have like a staff list of everyone who's working tonight? Um, yes, I can, I can give you a list. Uh, I mean, I, I could also have a look at the sign-in sheet. I, let me... Oh my god! So someone's taken the sign-in sheet. Wait, 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 wait! The st- sign-in sheet isn't that just for actors and people who are going to be back here? I mean, like front of house and people working the bars out oh, the front and things like that. Uh, yes, I can get you, I can get you a list of of, of the ushers and the and the bartender. Perfect. That is exactly what I need to know. How specific does that information go? Do you have like maps where you position everyone, or uh, is it just you get told on the day where to stand? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry that. Uh, I think it's told on the day where to stand. That's okay. I'll figure it out. All right, lovely. Um, well, yes, I can. I can get you all that information. Brilliant. Of, of who's where. I raise my eyebrows. Oh, oh. Um. Oh, all right. I'll. I'll make. I'll make the list now. And and he sort of looks left and looks right and doesn't quite know where to go and, and sort of walks back to the green room. I'm sure your prop manager has some paper and pens. Go to it's her. It's not a prop manager. It's a wife. <laughs> Oh, and because she's somebody's wife, she doesn't have a pencil and paper. You're right. I'm a sexist old man. I'll go and check. Great. While you're doing that, it's happening a lot slower than I anticipated, but that's okay. Um, I've done some scene searching, but there is one other kind of, if I'm right about it, important place that I should maybe look. So 
can I leave? I go back through the stage because I still don't know my way around. Sure. I hop down off the stage into the audience and I don't know where the stairs are. So I just try to clamber up the, I stand on the back of one of the bottom chairs and climb up to the top You chair. can't climb to the circle that you way. You said it was a moderately small theatre. Why don't you walk out and then up the stairs to the doors to the circle? That could work out better for you. So I jump on one of the flies and I make sure that it's sent up to the ceiling, you... to which I clamber through lighting rigs. Sure. You clamber through the lighting rigs. You... I'm up the top. One, look, let's just shorten it. We don't need to waste our time with this nonsense. Of course. I get to the top circle. You get to the top circle. You look around in the seats in the, in the, in the area where people were sitting and watching, which is where you've landed after jumping off the lighting riggings. Perfectly. And you don't see anything noteworthy between the seats. No one's dropped a gun beside their (laughs) seat. It would be ridiculous. So you start to leave. You head out the door uh, into the stairway back down to the Oh, that's where it is. And you head outside the door. And you see that the walls beside the door, they... You know, a lot of theatres have this sort of thing where instead of, like, just plain wall, there's sort of, like, curtains running all on the wall. And looking around, you're still trying to find something up here. You see that one of the pieces of curtain right next to the door is sort of pulled back, like someone's been messing with it a little bit. Mm. So you reach, and you pull that piece of curtain aside, and you see... Leaning in the corner, right behind this curtain, someone has left a <laughs> rifle. Oh, a rifle! A large shoot, a, a, a fairly a large, large shooty rifle. A fairly large rifle. Oh goodness! Right behind the curtain. Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Siller as part of the Consume This Media Network. To find out more about all of our shows, you can head to consumethismedia.com. If you want to try your hand at solving this murder yourself, send your current theory in to solvethismurderpod at gmail.com and you may end up on our wall of detectives. If you enjoyed part one and you cannot wait another week for the next part and to see where this mystery concludes, our Patreon donors at www.patreon.com slash consumethismedia will have all parts of this mystery available to them right now. So if you're the sort of person who enjoys binging and just needs to hear that answer, that's where you'll find it. A special thank you to Jared, Devon and Wit from the podcast Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening. <laughs>